You are listening to the Market Beautifully podcast, episode number 17. Welcome to the Market Beautifully podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. Making your clients and customers feel loved is crucial to the success of any business, no matter how big or small you are, which is why I brought on Rachel to talk to us about how to use the five love languages to serve our clients better. This lady is about to give you so much inspiration. You are going to want to pull out a notebook to write down all your thoughts and ideas because it's about to get really creative. Now, I have been following Rachel on Instagram for a few months now, and I'm not going to lie, I obsess over her products. She is super creative and fun. She has an Etsy store and sells prints and mugs and other beautiful things that you need to check out as well as her own website rachelaline.com where you can shop there and she's just she's such a gem. She genuinely cares about each of her customers and I just love that about her. So let's talk to Rachel and and figure out some ways that we can use the love languages in our business to help us market better, sell better, and have a depth to our business. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. So I have been following along on Instagram and love your stories because you are so open and really connect with your followers, which I love so much. So tell us what you do. I already mentioned it, uh, like how I was obsessed with your shop in the intro, but let us in on the details of what your business is and who you serve and why you do what you do. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm super excited (laughs) to be here. Um, and I am, I do a lot of different things, um, but I own a product shop online. So my product shop is Rachel Aline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also am now offering a lot of business resources for other entrepreneurs and new business owners. Um, I do a lot of hand lettering. So I have custom clients for hand lettering projects. Um, and then I'm helping some other hand letters that calligraphers get their businesses up and running off the ground. So I'm kind of dabbling in a couple different things, but I love to empower women through my products and also through business resources and help them uh, be bold and brave with their business instead of just do what everyone else is doing. I encourage them to be themselves. So that's what I love doing. Right, because I know you recently started doing the heartfelt grid on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Talk to us more about that. Okay, thanks. Uh, so I hosted a free week-long online challenge. It can You can still participate on your own time, so you can sign up for it on my website um, and do that on your own time. But it was a week-long challenge, and it was just a prompt to encourage people to share a little bit differently on Instagram rather than sharing to get likes or comments, more so sharing to give back to your audience and to think of um, it as a relationship with reciprocity and that you're not trying to gain things from them. You're actually trying to give back to them. Yeah. So um, I offered every day there was an email prompt, and I just encouraged people to post a little bit differently than normal. Um, and then we had another hashtag in the Facebook group where people could support one another. And it went so well. So many more people than I thought would sign up signed up, and it was so encouraging to see people step out of their comfort zone and do things Mm -hmm. that they've never done before. And that was so fun to watch people do that. 
isn't it amazing when you have a goal and then you, when, whenever that happens, like whenever you launch your product or program or challenge, it's incredible how many people actually join. It's like doubles or triples your goal that you originally thought. Totally. I had several goals set for this challenge and all of them, uh, like the numbers were double of what my goal was. So mm -hmm. I was just like super encouraging and also made me think about like, am I not setting taking a goal? Yeah, exactly. No, it, it makes me rethink things, but also just really encouraging. And I was just so grateful for how everything went. Yeah, it do, it does make you want to have bigger goals. You're like, oh well, I shot way way too small. <laughs> Let's make yeah. it bigger. Yeah. And then there's also the fear of like, what if I then go too big? You know, then mm -hmm. it might not. I mean, I'll get there. So it's hard. It's kind of hard to set number it, goals because you is. want to be realistic, but you also don't want to like short sell yourself. Exactly. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so you have incredible product photography, by the way. So where do you learn to take stunning photos, like mock-ups of your products? Because your mug shots are just incredible. I say mug shots. I mean shots of the, the mugs. That, that's her product that she does hand calligraphy right. on. Um, they're so gorgeous. So where did you learn how to take stock photography like that? Well, thanks. That's very good of you to say. Um, so when I first started out my business, it was half photography, half calligraphy. So um, I was, I had some friends in town who were helping me learn photography. Mm -hmm. um, and so I second shot weddings with them for a couple of years. And through that kind of just learned how to use a camera efficiently. Um, and then most of it though has been through trial and error and just learning about DSLR photography and how that works um so it i mean for the one picture that you see there's you now been 10 to 15 <laughs> pictures i've taken so it definitely takes time and it, i put a lot of effort into it and i did spend a lot of time curating props and things that i wanted in the photos um, and my photography is really important to me so i do schedule days and times to shoot my photography mm -hmm. so i'm not constantly like oh, I need a photo. Oh, I need a photo. I always have photos available. So I think it, it took, it all came from really planning out that really well and, and spending time learning and doing trial and error. Um, and natural light is my biggest friend for yeah. photography for anybody. Um, yeah. Natural light is something that you always want to work with. So that is always a big key in getting bright light, you know, crisp images. Yeah, I agree. Natural light windows, just put it by a window. It's amazing what that'll Definitely. do. <laughs> yeah. So Definitely. are there any new product ideas that you have had lately that may be coming to the shop that you could share? Or are you kind of shifting in that direction of helping business owners? Both, a little bit of both. Um, uh -huh. I had conducted a survey a couple months ago. Um, so I'm I was asking my audience just for what type of products they're looking for. So uh, we're, I, there are a couple new products coming. I'm bringing back some old mugs that people have loved. Um, and then I am going to be offering like a water tumbler, which people have asked for. So I'm just giving people what they want. Um, yeah. And then I'm also including now to the shop a lot more of digital products so like business resources so I just released an ultimate guide to building a heartfelt business and that guide has all types of information about 
why to use Instagram stories Mm -hmm. and how to use them to grow your business, not just for fun, but actually how to use them strategically, Um, how to find your ideal client, how to, you know, start Mm -hmm. a hashtag movement and why you can do that, how to grow your audience overnight. I mean, there's blog topic ideas. So it's a really extensive guide that I have loved sharing with people. People have loved that so far. Um, And then I have a couple more new options coming one of them will be specifically for product shop owners that will be pretty in-depth of kind of how-tos and where to source things. Uh, I get a lot of questions about how to make mugs, and um, although I would love to help people, a lot of that information comes from a lot of trial and error on my part and money lost on my part. So um, just kind of creating a resource for those people um, and then also offering some more like group master classes about Instagram authenticity, going a lot deeper than we did with the Heartfelt Grid Challenge. Um, so a bunch of resources coming way for business owners, which I'm really excited about. But then I'm also continuing to offer uh, some new products in the shop and also hopefully trying to launch a stationary line in a couple months too. Oh, wow. So you have a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yes, I do have a lot going on. It's it's yeah. a little bit crazy. It's, yeah, but it sounds like so much fun. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. It's really fun. I was telling my husband last week, I was like, I'm exhausted because last week was when the challenge was and it's Friday night. And I was like, I'm so tired, but I literally just want to work for three more hours because I love what I do. So, I mean, that's a huge blessing that I uh-huh. can have that type of drive and excitement for what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but also realizing that like, you can take time off and you should. Yes. I'm gearing up for a vacation right now. And it is so hard to take time off because you do love yeah. what you do. And it it's almost as if you don't want to take time off because you want to run your business because it's so much fun. And you get I love connecting with, with the people that follow me. And it's just, it's a blast. Right. So, yeah. I, I totally agree. Let's dive into using the five love languages to have a better relationship with our client, with our customers, and also just to kind of put it into uh, the overall scheme of our marketing plans for our business. Because it kind of goes back to your heartfelt grid challenge that you had as well is, you know, using the five love languages spurs you on to having a more heartfelt business, which I know you are all about. Um, as all about that. Yes. So it, it's perfect and it just meshes so well. And we can carry this into our marketing and carry this into our relationships that we have as business owners with the people that follow us or people that we're collaborating with. And there are so many ways to use this awesome information that Rachel is going to share with us. So let's dive in. First, let's start with what is your love language? Oh, great question. I love that. (laughs) So for me, the way I receive love and give love is really different. Some people are the same, but I'm different. So the way that I give love is through um, giving gifts. I love to give gifts um, and then words of encouragement. So I love to like tell people what they're good at and encourage them. Um, And then how I receive love is I guess it's kind of similar. I receive love through words of encouragement, so that's one of them that's the same. But then I also receive love. My biggest one is quality time. So if you give me good one-on-one time, it's not just like laying on the couch watching a movie. It's like having a conversation with me about something deep and real and honest. 
So those are my love languages. It's funny because my husband is pretty much opposite of me. So <laughs> it, that can be good. But it can also, we have to like communicate extra about that. But, you know, that's always fun too. Yeah. Yeah. My, my husband is huge on words of affirmation. And for me, I'm all about okay. quality time and touch. So if you okay. tell him he's doing great, he's good. <laughs> but for yeah. me, you have to hold my hand. Otherwise, I don't think you right. love me anymore. <laughs> and it's so crazy that, like, we know in our heads, like, okay, I know my husband loves me. Yeah. But it's, like, these small things that totally change it for us where we, like, actually feel that love. And mm-hmm. it can be a really powerful to- tool for relationships. Like, I think you can use it to really make your relationship so much stronger. But if mm-hmm. You're, or you can use it to like really harm your relationship because you can miss each other 100% of the time. If you're like, you could, I could be, you know, giving a ton of gifts to my husband every single day, but if his love language isn't gifts, he does not feel loved by me every day. And I'm like, I am loving you every single day. Hello. Right. Right. Um, and so we could totally miss each other. So it's, it can be really used really, really well. Or if you're not using it properly, it can be so hard because you can feel like you're giving all of it yourself mm-hmm. but your spouse or any friends sisters moms I mean it works for every relationship cannot they cannot be recognizing the way that you're trying to communicate with them so right which is sometimes how our clients can feel too they can feel like why are you not encouraging me or why are you not not that your clients expect you to you know love you but you should make your clients feel loved and appreciated and valued and sometimes our clients may feel like that about us is, you know, why are you not showing this love to me? And to you, you may be showing your love in your own way. But I know some of my clients are big on words of affirmation. Like they need to be told that they're doing great, even though I may have a few tweaks for them. You know, if we're having a coaching call, I always have to start off with, you're doing so great. I'm so proud of you because they need to hear that. And I really, I mean, they are doing great and I really am proud of them, but I have to make an effort to say that it does come easily because my husband is words of affirmation. So, I mean, it is a lot easier to tell people that, but it's definitely makes a big impact in your client relationships, whether you're on a coaching call or whether you're selling Mm -hmm. a product um, they they want to feel valued, and if you can make them feel valued, your customer has a longer uh, relationship time span with you. I, I can't think of the word. I guess long, longevity, your client longevity, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> so that becomes longer, Definitely. and that's important. Yeah. I think that the more you know your ideal client, the more you can know their love language because mm-hmm. you can't, you know, speak to everyone all the time. But I think just having knowledge of the love languages sets you apart from other people. Yeah, because you're approaching your clients or your customers, if you're, you know, a completely online shop Mm -hmm. with some with thinking of everything that you do is like, is this is this using one of the love languages? Like, am I going to catch one group of people because I'm using at least one or two of the love languages? Mm -hmm. So I think it can be used to just snatch more people. I mean, as humans, like we all want to feel loved. Mm -hmm. You want to feel appreciated. You want to feel important. Like think of those stores that you walk into and you automatically like your senses are awoke, like they wake up because of certain things that the store is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, So 
And then there's stores that don't do that at all. And you want like you want to go back and you want to return to places that make you feel certain ways. Mm -hmm. That's just human emotion. That's how we are. That's how it works. Um, so if you as like an online shop or a creative entrepreneur can use these love languages to help you serve your clients even better in deeper ways, they are going to come back to you for more and they'll be more loyal and they're going to tell more people about you, which means you'll get even more clients or more customers. So it really is only beneficial. I mean, there's no negative. I don't feel like I see any downsides to trying to implement a love language in, into your business. So Me either. Yeah. Now let's go through each of these love languages one by one and talk about some okay. examples or action steps that we can start incorporating into our business strategy. Um, let's start with, so let's say our client is a touch, their love language is touch, and we are an online business. Uh, that's kind of hard. So what questions do we yeah. need to ask ourselves to make sure the client feels loved through touch? And what are some examples or action steps we can take if our client's love language is touch? Great questions. So first of all, if you are totally unfamiliar with the five love, love languages, I totally encourage you to just Google the five love languages. There's a quiz you can, like a free quiz you can take about what yours are. Um, so there are five. They're touch, quality time, gifts, acts of service, and words of encouragement. So just off the bat, just so you know what context we're going from. So for touch, I think, um, as you said, this isn't super intuitive. And it's kind of hard unless you are like an actual one-on-one -on -one client where you meet with them one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, part of that can be like giving them a hug when they walk in the room or shaking their hand when you first meet them. Um, so if you do, you know, if you're a wedding photographer and you meet with your clients one-on-one, -on -one, that can, you can definitely use touch. But for me, I rarely engage with my clients in a physical way. Like I don't really ever see them face-to-face. -face. Right. So some things that I can think of with my product shop is how can I create the illusion of touch with my services? So how can I uh, like wrap a product that makes people feel like when they're opening it and they're touching the product, they feel my, you know, care for them in how I wrap the product, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, so that's like one way you can think about touch if you're selling like all digital services I think something um, to think about is how um, the ways that you speak and the language that you use and the sales funnels that you choose how are you using adjectives that create a sense of touch and and creates this sense of you being in the same room as them that you are giving them a hug or you are patting them on the back telling them that they can do this that they are doing a good job um, so just I think in language that you can do that. I think in, if your product, if you're wrapping a product or packaging a product, how can you make people feel that you, you know, package that with care, that you touch the product in a way that cared for them as the recipient, as the customer? Is that I feel like that kind of answers the question. Yeah, with with touch, it's so hard at least for me to grasp, like I used to be a web designer when I had clients and it was so hard to make them feel loved, I guess, through touch. But I love what right. you said. And I've also thought about sending that, like what you said, you had presents and whenever they unwrapped, then they felt a certain mm -hmm. way. I think if you're a service-based business owner online, 
you could even send them a physical gift. So I just yeah. co-founded the company, The Joyful Pursuit, and we take on clients through that. So whenever someone books our service, which is, you know, a, a huge package that they book, we send them a spa package. And whenever they unwrap it, we're making them feel loved in a way through right. touch because they're able to touch the products. They're able to feel the care. We want them to relax. We want them to, you know, feel like it's your time. It's your downtime while we work on this for your business. So that's and kind of how totally. we incorporated that. And at the same time, the package that you're giving them is a spa package, which means they're going to be touched. Right. And like, like getting a massage or a facial, like that is touch in and of itself. Like you're not physically giving them the facial, but you right. are giving them this gift of relaxation through touch. So totally spot on. Yeah. Now let's move on over to quality time. Quality time sounds really daunting just because as business <laughs> owners, we always say either time is money or there isn't enough time right. in the day. So the fact that our client may need quality time seems a little scary and it may give you anxiety. So why mm -hmm. is it important to get over that and make sure your client feels as if you are giving them quality time? Um, and how can we right. incorporate this in our business without it sucking up our time, obviously, but also, I mean, quality time is important. So we want them to feel like they are getting quality time out of us. Right. Yeah. Quality time is really important. Um, especially if you have a client that's paying you a good amount of money. So if it's like a bride for a, a wedding mm -hmm. or um, like for you, a web design client who, you know, those are big packages that people are investing and they want your hundred percent attention. Mm -hmm. And they don't always realize that you probably have 10 other clients at the same time, but you want to make them feel like they are your only client mm -hmm. um, because they will come back to you for other things. They will yep. tell people about you. Um, so I think you can do this. Um, I know, yeah, time is money and we all have limited time, but I think some easy ways to do this is just thinking about the ways that you respond in emails. Are you super short? Um, do you only use periods or do you use smiley faces and like create a sense of like, I'm spending time crafting this email to make you feel loved by the words that right. I'm using. Um, so I think you want to, you know, I know a lot of people swear by canned email responses, and I think those can be super helpful, but also figure out a way to personalize your email responses. Like if you mm -hmm. see them on social media that they went away for the weekend on a ski trip, like you can, it takes two minutes, if that, to, you know, ask them about their weekend and ask how their ski trip was. They, they will feel that, you know, that you took that extra time to learn about them and mm -hmm. to ask them about it. Um, I think depending on your business, I think like if you're a wedding planner um, and you have brides, I think it's important to offer your phone number to your clients. You definitely should have boundaries with that. Right. Um, and you can't, you know, answer their questions at all times, but giving them the ability to text you when they have a last minute idea or they're freaking out about something, um, allowing them, you know, obviously boundaries that mm -hmm. access to you though, to, to know that they know that you are making space and time for them in your busy schedule because they're so important to you. Um, let people talk and let people share the hardships that they're facing. 
oftentimes people don't really need solutions. They just want to be heard. So if you are, you know, talking with someone and they're having a super hard day or their marriage is falling apart or their kid is super, super sick, just listen, like give them that extra five minutes to let them vent to you Mm -hmm. because they obviously trust you enough to share this with you. Um, so being a really good listener, I think is really important for quality time and giving people space to, you know, share about their life. That's what we all want to be heard. We all want to feel important. So I think if you're able to give just an extra listening ear to them, that will also set you apart, um, from other, you know, vendors or business owners. Um, and then when possible, like we've talked about before, depending on your business, if you have meetings or something like that, do them in person as much as you can. Yes, it's sometimes easier to stay in your pajamas at home and have yeah. a phone call, but uh, it speaks a lot more to them that you're willing to meet them for coffee and potentially pay for their coffee and uh, make time for them because they know you're busy. Like we, pretty much right. everybody in America is busy, right. unfortunately, <laughs> but we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, they know that when you set something up for them, with them personally, that you are making a sacrifice for them and that will mm-hmm. speak to them and they will notice that. So doing things in person is always really important. I know that's not totally like I, that doesn't work for my business right. um, only with some local things, but there definitely are people who can do that. And if you have the opportunity, totally take advantage of it. Cause yeah. I wish I could do that. I wish that was my reality that I could sit down mm-hmm. with every person who bought a mug and asked them how their day was, but I totally can't. So if you have the opportunity, I really encourage you to take advantage of that. I agree. And also just making sure that whenever you are spending time with them, you're only spending time with them. So let's say if you are a local business and you are meeting up with them or you're a wedding photographer, you're meeting up with a client and they have a new wedding idea. You're not going to be on your phone answering emails real quick or, you know, texting another client back. You want to be just with them, all focused, um, completely absorbed into that conversation. That way, that time is more quality and and feel and they'll also feel more special if they're like wow she's only focusing on me and Mm -hmm. that just makes that relationship grow even faster and deeper than it would have if you were sitting there on the phone texting another client or answering emails or uh, finishing up something that could have waited till after that conversation yeah definitely it definitely speaks volumes when you put your phone away because I'll be at coffee with friends not even you know client things and they have their phone out. And I just feel like it can be kind of hurtful. It's like, I'm not important enough for you to mm-hmm. be away from your phone for 45 minutes to mm-hmm. an hour. Like you, there's a potential chance of something better for you to be a part of. If that's a text message or an email. Mm-hmm. So people can pick up on that. And if you're able to like, just put your phone on silent and put it in your purse for 30 minutes to an hour. Right. That does a lot to people these days because not a lot of people do that. I know, and that is sad. Even on Skype, like, let's carry it on to the online world. If you have an online mm-hmm. business, you know, don't have your phone sitting beside you. Like, I have my phone right here, and I have had so many notifications, and I just have to turn it over because it's so right. distracting. Like, phones can be distracting. So if you are having either a podcast interview or you're having a client call or if you're just having a coffee chat on Skype with someone, right. with another business owner and collaborating – 
Put your phone away. Don't focus on your email. Shut off your email yeah. notifications. Turn off your Facebook. Turn off everything. Just be in that conversation so you can truly yeah. listen to what they're saying. And who knows? Maybe since your mind is clear and it's to that conversation specifically, you'll have an amazing idea or you'll say something right. that just really connected both of you that you wouldn't have otherwise because you were too distracted and, and being a little self-absorbed going into your own mm -hmm. little world, which I definitely can struggle with. I say that not self-absorbed. I can absorb myself into my business. Like let's say if I get an yeah. email, it's so easy for me to be like, oh, I need to answer that. That's that one client and she's freaking out. But no, that can mm. wait, even though she's freaking out, that can wait 30 more minutes and then I'll email her back yeah. because the world is mm. not going to end. <laughs> yep, totally true. Yeah. It's tough though. It's really tough. It is tough. It's tough because we feel like we have so much that we have to get done. Mm -hmm. But I think I can honestly be more productive when I set things in their own places and I say mm -hmm. like, I'm only going to do email in the next 20 minutes. But sometimes I like have my email up and Facebook and I'm trying to respond to a text message yep. and I'm trying to post something for my newsletter to yeah. get it out on time. And it's like, if I just did these all one at a time, I would actually do them all a lot quicker, but I'm yeah. trying to do everything at once. And so I lose my train of thought. Yep. So I think if you can shut down to one thing, you can also be more productive. I kind agree. of a little tangent. I definitely think that's true. I agree. I always have 15 tabs open and it's not productive. Oh, yeah. It's not, but you know, I, it's something you're just always working on. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, great. Let's move on to gifts now. Uh, gifts okay. goes into, it's the next love language that I wanted to talk about. What are some ideas you have for that love language specifically? So, um, you kind of touched on this a little bit with something mm -hmm. that you've done that went with touch. Um, gifts, I think, is one of the easiest love languages to use in your business because it is so clear. Like, mm -hmm. just give people gifts. But it's not, I mean, if you have different businesses. So for me, like, as a pro for the product side of my business, mm -hmm. a gift could be more like a coupon code or free shipping once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, every time you order a mug, you also get a free print or something right. like that because that's right. not super cost effective for me as a business owner. No. <laughs> um, but I can offer coupon codes or specific coupon codes for my email list that mm -hmm. only they have access to. So then they feel like really VIP and that they're special. Um, but there are a lot of businesses like off the top of my head, like wedding planners, wedding photographers, web developers, uh, branding uh, designers that they can give, you know, at an actual gift to their clients, which is super fun. And you can make it really specific to the client. You can use branding colors. You can personalize it. Um, and that also makes people remember you. I mean, people, even if your love language isn't like your top one isn't gifts. Everybody loves getting gifts. Like yeah. nobody, nobody's like, no, no, I hate receiving free things. Please don't give this to me. So like what you said, like the spa treatment, like that's amazing. That makes me want to come back to you for more things. Mm -hmm. And it makes me want to tell my friends about you be like, Hey, I just bought this package, but I get to go to the spa for a day. Like right. best money I've ever spent. So that is, I mean, gifts are, are awesome. Um, yeah. And I, my other idea would be coupon codes or personalized notes, free downloads for like mm -hmm. your email list is a way to do something super easy. That's a good um, one. Offering 
free content on your blog is always a good way to do that. Um, just, you know, the behind the scenes of that is that also helps grow your email list, which we're right. all trying to do. Right. So there definitely are ways to love your clients, but also be strategic about it, which I don't think is a bad thing. No. Personal. Yeah. Even, even using snail mail to your advantage, I mm -hmm. feel like yeah. snail mail is... It's sad because everything is going to e – no, it's sad. I mean, it's more efficient, obviously, going through email, yeah. but it leaves out that personal touch, like the handwritten letter. And yeah. I love just looking – or not looking, but watching old movies and everyone writing, you know, pulling out their quill and the, the pins and handwriting yeah. the letters. And, oh, it's just so awesome. I love that time period. So it's really cool to be able to handwrite your client after, after you finished a project, a thank you card and then sending it in the mail. And it's such a personal touch. I'm like, wow, they took the time to sit down and actually write me a letter and mail it out. And, if I got that letter, I would be pretty blown away. So Yeah. And who doesn't love getting mail? Like we I still like every day I'm like, Oh, is there any special mail today? Yeah. And mostly it's, you know, like bills and dumb coupons. But when I do get that yeah. note from someone, it's like it means so much to me. It does. It makes you feel so special and, and loved, which is yeah. what we're going back to is is yeah. how to make when, them when? feel loved and appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of creative ways that you could use either snail mail or gifts, but like Rachel said, you don't have to send someone a package. Like you could simply offer them a coupon code. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to take too much time out of your day if you want to just start simple and right. give them a gift like a coupon code. Or, you know, you could go all out and spend your time handwriting letters or Maybe for a product-based business, it wouldn't be time-effective to sit there and write a letter yeah. to each person. But for a client, when you're having high packages, like high-end packages right. to where they are paying a lot, it would be a nice touch to sit down and handwrite them a letter because you've, yeah. loved, you've loved working with them. You've enjoyed learning more about them and their business or whatever they're doing. And, and that's so awesome to take that next step. And it just makes them want to come back like we've been saying before, make them come back and tell their friends. Yep, so true. Okay, words of encouragement. How do we make sure we are encouraging our clients with words, but in a non-awkward way? I feel like some people can go a little, little above on this. Like they're constantly saying this. You don't want to be like really overbearing, and yeah. you don't want make you don't want to make people be like, okay, okay, <laughs> stop talking about me like that. Um, yeah. But you want to constantly be creating content mm -hmm. that reminds people that you are for them and you're cheering for them or you think they're amazing. Um, so, you know, if you have an email list, but you typically use your email list for promoting your business, try sending out just like an encouraging email once a month. That's just about telling someone a story about you and how you can use that to encourage them. So, for example, if you had a super, super hard week and everything went wrong, write an email and talk about how everything went wrong in your week, but then create like a lesson for it and how you can encourage them through your hardship. So you could, mm. you know, do that in your emails. So for me personally, my email list, when I send out my weekly newsletters, I always have some element of encouragement. That's because the vision and mission for my business is to encourage and empower women. So 
if I'm not doing that on a regular basis, then I'm not really aligned with my mission and vision. So that doesn't have to be like that for everybody. But for me personally, I'm constantly using encouragement Mm -hmm. to speak to my audience. And that's what they expect from me. That's what they know about me. So it's not weird. But I encourage people to be brave or I encourage people to take risks or I encourage people to set bigger goals. Mm -hmm. Or I just like tell them how awesome they are and that they have to remember that and that they have a place in this world and they have a story to tell constantly using that in your emails but you can also do this I mean you literally can do this everywhere you can do this in your personal emails with your clients you know like if you have a bride or if you have um like if your client is another business owner who you're building their website you can ask them how their day is or you can say like hey I know running a business is really hard I'm with you I'm for you just want to let you know like you're doing a great job and I totally notice all the hard work that you're doing we all need that. Like, I would yeah. love that if someone told me that every single day. Oh, yeah. So even if you don't know specifically what they're struggling with, mm-hmm. you can, like, there are universal truths that we all need to hear all the time. So you can do that mm-hmm. in your personal emails, in your email list, um, in your Instagram captions. So once in a while, you know, maybe have in one of, once a week, you post an encouraging Instagram post where you you know, connect with your audience in a way that says like, Hey, I struggle with feeling valuable and this is why. And if you're there too, like, here's what you need to know. This is the encouragement you need to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, you can do it in your Instagram stories. I, if you're not using Instagram stories and you're a business owner, you're missing out. It's a huge way. It's a huge way to help your business grow Mm -hmm. and connect with your audience. Um, so do this in your stories, like Mm -hmm. show the messy behind the scenes life with no makeup and the messy desk and encourage people that like, I'm just there with, I'm right there with you. Like I do not have a glamorous life. Like you might think I do. I don't. And I'm just like you and I'm in the trenches with you or I'm deprived like you or I'm Mm capping deprived like you. Um, so Using all of those platforms, you can do this on Facebook and you can go on in the places that you can do this. But constantly remind your audience how valuable they are to you, that you're thankful for them. You're thankful for the ways that they support you and the ways that they encourage you and the ways that they have supported your business. And, you know, you can even say like once in a while, say like, you help me pay the bills. Like you help me put food on the table. Yeah. You help me buy diapers for my baby. Uh, when people can see like a tangible reciprocation of what they're, you know, paying. Like if it's just like, oh, I'm just paying, like I'm just giving her money in her bank account. But if you're able to show them like, I'm just like you, I have bills to pay. I have student loan debt. I have a car payment, you know, like you are helping me support my family. Right. I think that makes people feel really valuable and when people feel valuable, they are more likely to come back or they're more likely to support you. You want to create a tribe that is for you. And so if you're constantly encouraging them, they're going to, it will begin a reciprocity where they will start encouraging you too, which is awesome. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so using your social media platform to remind your audience of their greatness and strength is always a good thing, kind of what we talked about. And gifts, we talked about, you know, sending notes to your clients or potential clients. Mm -hmm. You can, in those notes that we were talking about, you know, encourage them or tell them what they're good at or tell them what you see in them. Like, I noticed that you are so good at serving others. I just want you to know that, like, I appreciate that and I see that about you. So those kind of things go a really long way. We all right. really need encouragement in our lives. So the more that you can offer that to people, the better. And not just for your business, but like as a as a human being, yes. like it's so fulfilling to know that you are encouraging others. Like there's there's nothing for me. There's really not a lot more than that that's fulfilling for me to know that like I'm loving people and people are feeling loved when they come in mm-hmm. contact with my business. If, if I can end my life saying that, like that will be the ultimate fulfillment. It doesn't come down to the paycheck Mm-mm. or how much money I brought in. If, if I loved people well, then like that's what mattered to me. Right. And also celebrating wins. I know in uh, yeah. Tabitha and I's Facebook group, every single Friday, we like party with them. We're like, okay, what are your wins? We want to celebrate with you. And then they tell us what they did that week. I feel like a lot of people just need to be celebrated and celebrated Uh with words and love and encouragement and appreciation because a lot of business owners don't get that at home. And a lot of business owners have, I, I mean, I've seen husbands that don't understand what they do, even though they live with them and see it, they still don't understand because the online business world it is slowly getting people to grasp how they're actually making money online and seeing it as a real career and job. So a lot of people, when they create a new sales funnel or they sell sell one seat in their digital course that they just made, that's exciting. But a lot of people don't get why that's exciting. So me, as a business owner, I understand. I understand that it's exciting. So I'm going to be here to encourage you and, you know, party in the kitchen and shake my booty with my fuzzy socks on with you. Like, <laughs> I wish I lived closer to everybody because I would do that. Right. Um, but being able to celebrate wins is another form of encur- words of encouragement to me. I Definitely. love when people celebrate my wins with me. It just makes me feel like I'm more connected to them and, and appreciated. So, Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that idea. I think we all need more celebrations in our lives. So I definitely agree with that. Yes. Now service. Let's let's end the love language languages with service. Yeah, this one I feel like this one was also kind of easy too, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the easier application is yeah. awesome. <laughs> so Giving away all the time is really great. So offering insight and advice and encouragement or free downloads or free, mm-hmm. um, like I just offered, you know, a free product, online shop product checklist. So before you start your shop or when you're getting your shop started, these are all the things you need to start thinking about. I really wish I had that when I started my shop. You know, that yeah. is something that would have been so helpful and would save me so much time and money. So if I can give to people what I've learned, the trials that I've gone through, the errors that I've made, mm-hmm. um, that's a really awesome way to serve and love your clients by being like, hey, I learned the hard way. You don't have to. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an email list like we've talked about, sending free content to them on a regular basis is really awesome. So I send out free monthly downloads with um, like a digital download of a print that I've made 
with calligraphy. Uh, so they know that when they sign up for my list, they're giving me their email, which is huge. That's a, I mean, we all get a lot of emails right. um, that they are also receiving back from me. Like I am there to serve them with free content and free prints and mm -hmm. free gift ideas. So that's one way to do that. Even if you aren't a product-based shop or an artist, you can still send free things to your clients um, on a regular basis. It could be, I mean, you can make things digitally, but you could also send them, you know, free, um, like a free timeline for a wedding or a mm -hmm. free uh, thank you card template for your wedding guests or something like that. Right. Um, you can definitely get creative with the free things that you're giving. Um, solving problems for your clients without demanding payment is, I think, a really easy way to serve your clients with active service. So if you constantly are like, sure, I'll help you, but only if you pay me, um, people aren't always willing to do that. Uh, so if you do want to eventually get paid, I would say, you know, offer your problem-solving techniques first for free and then be like, you want to go deeper? Okay, let's go deeper. And right. here's what I can offer you. So don't always expect to be paid for everything. I mean, if think of it on the other side. Like, wouldn't you, aren't you grateful for the people that went before you who helped you grow your business and didn't ask for anything from you? So yes. I think you, I mean, you can't do this all the time with everyone, you know, um, but you can offer um, helping people without being like, yeah, but that will cost you $200. So just right, right. being, being open and being willing to serve others through solving their problems, helping them solve their problems. Yeah. Um, so I think that when you are taking care of your clients, um, when you are loving them through serving them, they are so much more likely to feel loved and valued that um, you're now often able to get really awesome testimonials and reviews and referrals and you create raving fans. So I think service, mm -hmm. because we're all service-based in one way or another, we are service-based businesses. Um, this is, if you can tap into really loving your clients through serving them above and beyond, then you're going to get those awesome testimonials for your website or for whatever sales funnel you're doing or mm -hmm. launch that you're doing, if you have awesome testimonials, that will be so beneficial for e for growing your business even more. And I think those testimonials go back to the access service. Hmm. So oh, yeah. be, just making sure that in every way, in everything that you're doing in your business, you're taking it with a mindset of like, I'm serving you. Mm -hmm. um, not in like a way to be, you know, let yourself be walked over because we all need boundaries in our life, um, right. but in a way that you see your client as someone who is more important than yourself and you run your business in a way that um, seeks to love them well, not to yeah. always be getting something from people where like, oh, I'm always just trying to get money or get comments on my photos or get likes on my mm -hmm. photos or get blog comments or get people on my email list. Mm -hmm. um, when you're doing that, I think, yeah, maybe you can be successful, but I don't, I don't feel like it's worth it. Like you don't have relationships. There's not a depth with your clients. Right. Um, so that I feel like the foundation for that is the access service piece. 
Oh, yeah. It's it's as if I've heard this before, and I loved this saying. It, you have a width to the business when you focus on that, but if you focus on serving your customers or your clients or whoever's the one that's paying you money at the end of the day, then you have the depth to your business, and you want to focus on yeah. having a depth to your business instead of a width to your business. Totally. Totally. Now, Rachel actually created a PDF of these five love languages with examples and questions. So if you want to grab that freebie, then head over to the show notes, which are, of course, at marketbeautifully.com slash podcast and look for this episode and Rachel will send it straight to your inbox. It's super easy. It takes a few seconds and it has all of the five love languages outlined for you with her ideas. So after you download her PDF, you should go hang out with her. So, Rachel, where can they find you? So, you can find me on Instagram at Rachel underscore Aline, which is A-L-L-E-N-E. And then you can also find me at my website, rachelaline.com. And I have a lot of stuff on my blog about all types of free business resources. So, I hope you can head there. Um, And then I also have information on my website about the Heartfelt Grid. So, if you want the free online challenge, you can sign up there for that. And you'll get emails sent to your inbox every day with prompts, um, which is super fun just to not have to really think about your Instagram for a week. Just know, like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be told what to post. So that's really fun. (laughs) And my shop is also on my website. It's rachelaleen.com slash shop. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I've loved talking to you today. Same. Thanks for having me. This is super fun. So go love on your clients in the way that makes them feel the most loved. Make them feel important because that brings more value to what you are offering them. And it's also just the right thing to do. If I know anything about you, you have a passion for what you do and for who you are serving, whether that be with a package, a service package, or a product. So let's get out there and make a difference, one client or customer at a time. I'm so proud of the work you have been doing lately and would love to see it. If you want to join the Facebook group that I am most involved in, go to thejoyfulpursuit.co slash community. I would love to see you there so we can hang out. Thanks for listening to this episode. I really enjoyed getting to spend a little time with you and I hope you enjoyed Rachel as much as I do. She's super sweet and always going the extra mile with her business, which I love seeing. I'll talk to you next week and until then, keep marketing beautifully. 